Hey, as always, super quick thing before we get into the podcast and probably one of the most important pre-rolls I've ever done so far. Mark your calendars. 14th of April, we are going to host the second edition of the Future Fuel Lab, where we talk about nothing but the future of airline fuel, aircraft fueling and related things. This time with an amazing lineup. We have um, some experts from Cathay Pacific. We have experts from Shell. Um, we have known presentation, so it will be remarkable. Mark your calendars, 14th of April. If you want to re register already, head over to LinkedIn. That's the easiest way to register. Um, just search for Future Fuel Lab and you will find our uh, event site where you can directly um, register and make sure you don't miss that remarkable event. See you on the 14th of April. And now let's get into the podcast. So, and we are back with the um, next episode of the ID1 Auto Experience. And as I already um, announced with yesterday's episode, today we have a, again, I would say a COVID-19 special episode, but it's a special, special episode even, um, because we will today link the topic of KPIs, airline KPIs and COVID-19. And I'm talking about we because um, today, once again, I'm not alone and I'm always happy if I don't have to do that podcast on my own. And um, once again, I'm super, super happy to invite Camilla, um, colleague from, from Information Design, um, to join me today. Hey there. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me again. I'm very happy to be back today. <laughs> it's a pleasure, as always, because uh, whenever Camilla joins, that means, as some of you might already know, um, she has put out um, a new blog post um, since uh, she's putting out blog posts almost every every twice a uh, every two weeks roughly. Weeks more or less. Correct. Yep. And <laughs> so and she has written a um, very interesting blog post this time um, with the title um, "COVID-19 Vaccine Rollout: What It Means for Airline KPIs," and that's um, exactly the topic I would like to talk about today. Um, what what does it mean for airline KPIs? Um, are airlines, do they have to monitor new additional KPIs? Um, are they focusing on some KPIs more in particular? What does it all mean? And yeah, as I said, I'm happy to have Camilla here with me because she will be able to answer all those questions. So vaccine rollout, airline KPIs, what does it mean from a general point okay. of view? Let's start with that. Um, so as we know, this is a very spoken topic all around the world, the vaccination process, the deliveries, the governments preparing to vaccinate their population. So actually, I thought about uh, it would be important to understand that there are three main stakeholders within this process that are the governments, the airports mm -hmm. and the airlines, because all of them are inclu included in the distribution process. Of course, also the, the producers. But as, as soon as the vaccination is produced, then it comes these three stakeholders into place. 
Mm -hmm. uh, the government, of course, have to take into account the whole uh, operation and distribution and planification within the national territory. So, for example, it is important that they initiate with the approvals. So they know this product is coming from other, other countries in the majority of the cases. Mm -hmm. And this usually requires approval. So they need to make sure that these authorized permissions and custom documentation is prepared before the arrival. Mm -hmm. Therefore, mm -hmm. they need to track the necessary approvals per day they need in order to make sure this is necessary and no delays will happen within the process. Additionally, they need to understand to which destinations in the domestic uh, territory they will distribute the vaccinations because they also have to coordinate uh, within the national territory the distribution, how many of these vaccinations will be transported by air within the national territory and how many by land or in some other cases by by uh, maritime could be also be another sure. option or water yeah so they need to also planify this um, this distribution internally mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. are others other tracking or uh, relevant measures that they have to take into account for example they order specific amount of vaccinations according to their population and these vaccinations arrive in different phases. So they need to track mm -hmm. the amount ordered versus the amount delivered to see if there are vaccinations missing or if there is something that they could uh, move or shift to the second phase. So they mm -hmm. need to track also what is delivered to versus what was requested. And additionally, also the deliveries per day to have a proper amount to know exactly within the day, the week and the month, how many vaccines were delivered in total. Okay, um, okay. So I believe this is a very important task of the government in order to make sure they will satisfy the demand within the, the territory. Okay, totally agree. And I really wonder if uh, the German government um, is taking care of those different KPIs. <laughs> when, I, when I take a look at their performance and especially the, the aspect you mentioned um, with the, 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 the uh, distribution within a, uh, within a country, um, I, Totally agree. I think this is one of the the, the most important aspects um, when the, the 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 vaccination is delivered to a country and then to really quickly and efficiently distribute it to the different region. Oh. Obviously, this should be easy in Germany. Um, I think we have very good road, rail, and and air transport network. And there are other countries which might have bigger challenges um, because they are larger um, oh. or from a um, topographic point of view. Um, but anyways. Um, that, that, that totally, totally makes sense. I just can under underpin that. So that was about the government, um, the government KPIs that comes along with the, the vaccination rollout process. Um, what about the airport? You mentioned the airport. What I think they could look at or should look at actually. Correct. So for example, airports have some, some limitations regarding, for example, slots or curfews mm -hmm. that they need to take into account. So, for example, in this case, uh, the, the case of the vaccinations, we don't know the time when these vaccinations can arrive. And in some cases, these vaccinations can arrive outside the regular operating hours. So airports might need, might need to be flexible and track how many flights with vaccinations can arrive within, like after the curfew time. And mm -hmm. in order to make sure to, with the government to provide these authorizations of these landings, mm -hmm. So there is a connection there between the government and the airport and also to make sure they have the staff required 
to be able to attend these flights within the out like the non-regulating operation hours. Yep. Yep. Therefore, it is important that they also track these these uh, times to know what other resources they need during this time. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. this, this is important for the airport side. They need to track additional resources required for this distribution and arrival mm -hmm. of vaccinations. In interesting um, point. And I, I never thought about the, the, the curfew aspect, but yeah, makes yeah, sense. And I, I, for I, I example, Frankfurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, but I think many of the, at least European airports are, I was not, not, but most of them are quite restricted when it comes to, to, to curfew. And I, 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 I do hope that uh, a, a incoming aircraft with, with vaccination on board uh, has a higher priority than a, a night curfew. But it would be interesting to, to, to know. It would be interesting to know. I, um, I am not sure how this is, how this, this is handled. And again, just, just talking about Frankfurt, I know that this curfew is really a, a very, very strict curfew. You really need good reasons to get the exemption. Um, would be interesting to know if that is a good reason or if not. It's happening. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. But yeah, yep, especially very, very good because point. we don't know. The, the, the other thing that needs to be taken into account, and this is also airline related, this, this life cycle of the product in general of a vaccination is very short. And therefore, these timings are very crucial. And therefore, I believe the airports should allow this flexibility in this case because vaccination can depend on hours or or minutes we depending yep. on the components and therefore it is very important that the time is flexible and available to when the product is ready to be to be shipped absolutely okay um very important yes so airports now um let's move on to from my point of view always most interesting part uh, that we talked about the governments uh we talked about the airports what about the airlines? What are specific KPIs they can have or should have a look at? Okay, so in this case, the airlines have uh, different challenges. There are ones that are very, that we all know, for example, weight and balance already. We know weight and balance is mm -hmm. very relevant for the case of, of a flight operation. However, in this case, the, the, the packaging and the loading of the vaccinations has a very special process. It is, it is indicated in the IATA and the ICAO reports, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they have a very specific loading and packaging condition that okay. needs special training. And there is another thing that the airlines have to take into account. There are there, the requirement of a very trained staff to load these vaccinations is required. And therefore, airlines need to track how many staff are already trained how many okay. are scheduled for training and how many uh, possibly are undergoing through this training in order uh -huh. to know the availability of, sta of staff available to load this special um, cargo. Okay, I didn't know that. Yes. It is, yeah, it is it a very could... specific process. <laughs> uh, okay, so you, you, and you need, you need those people, those trained people at basically every airport where Sure, where, where, where the vaccination is, is loaded. Correct. Okay, I, I didn't know that. I thought it was just, let's put it in. <laughs> it has <laughs> some temperature conditions, some ice conditions, some packaging conditions that mm -hmm. are very strict and specific for this vaccination. And therefore, 
only staff tra staff trained is allowed to load okay. these vaccinations. And you, Therefore, you, you mentioned the, the, the temperature and uh, as, as far as I know, at least for the, um, uh, uh, how is it called, the, that one specific um, vaccination, the German one, bio, uh, the bio, Pfizer, bio. The BioNTech. Yeah, BioNTech, BioNTech. thank you. Um, that uh, they, they have very specific requirements um, with regard to the temperature. Correct. Can an airline use any of the aircraft for the transfer? Do you know that? Or do they can they do that only with the specific aircraft which have a certain equipment or things like that? So, so far, uh, as far as I could uh, investigate, it's not depending on the aircraft, but on the packaging. They mm -hmm. require dry ice to be All within right. the package and therefore it, it, they, they provide conditions, they, ICAO provides conditions also to passenger flights mm -hmm. and to, mm -hmm. to cargo airplanes uh, depending on their, on their need. However, the crucial part, part is uh, on the packaging. Of this, oh, okay, okay. But at least that, that could, makes uh, it, <laughs> it makes it a bit easier for the, for the airline though they don't have to, to allocate uh, certain aircraft only to, to the, okay, all right, understood. All right. Mm -hmm. OK. What else could you could you find out? Um, I also identify one relevant KPI that is uh, damages. That is also a regular KPI within cargo transportation to see mm -hmm. if the items are damaged uh, after transportation. But we also need to take into account that this is, this is a very delicate product, let's say. And therefore, it is important that the airline tracks which load is has some inconsistencies before the loading mm -hmm. and which mm -hmm. ones are uh, damages uh, identified after the transportation because the issue can be from supplier or the issue can be identified within the transportation process and yeah. therefore yeah. it is important that the airline identifies if the process is uh, an issue from 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 the transportation process itself or if it's something that the supplier needs to evaluate when delivering the product to be transported. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it is important to identify these damages as well as a, as a measure, as a relevant okay. measure. Makes sense. Makes sense. Correct. All right. Uh, so with damage, we have, I think the, the, the stuff aspect is really one um, I, I, I didn't, didn't think about, or I haven't thought about that, that, that it's uh, such a challenge and of course, a, I think airlines have to look at that you need certain stuff and you, I think you, of course, you have to train them quite quickly. You have to have mm -hmm. them available wherever it is needed. It's, it's quite a, quite a challenge and a, a, a metric um, airlines have to, to pay close attention to. Um, but that also, the, you, you mentioned so many different KPIs, so many different aspects, which they, they all just show, I think that it's, it's a, a huge endeavor to get this, this, this vaccination distributed all over the world with the different governments, the different international agreements, the airlines, the airports, and it all comes down to very small aspects like curfews or strange stuff in the end. So it's really a huge, 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 huge challenge. Um, however, let's, let's hope this, this works out well. Um, Do we forget any, any important other KPI you, you, you mentioned in your, in your, in your post? Well, um, I, I, I read the, 
the CO2 levels are very important within oh, okay. uh, transportation because the dry ice is composed by frozen CO2. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And therefore, uh, because of the of the condition and the long journeys or something, the, 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 there can be some higher levels within the transportation process and airlines need to track this during the process in order to not jeopardize passengers, crew, um, in general. So this has to also okay. be tracked and but measured is... within the process, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I guess if, if the level is, is too high, people just fall asleep, right? It could no, be in, in the worst, 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 worst case. Uh, worst, worst, worst case scenario, and therefore this is necessary. Why this yep. is why the yep. uh, the staff needs to be very trained in order to handle this mm -hmm. specific mm -hmm. uh, dry eyes and to make sure it doesn't jeopardize the the crew and the staff involved or the All persons right. within so, the process. Again, something I've, I've never thought about. I have to <laughs> say that yeah, that you have to monitor your two levels. All right. Uh, Lots of insights, uh, super interesting insights. Um, one last question. Um, besides airline KPIs, um, what's what's the next blog post we will read from your side? Oh, Is there anything um, a topic already topic planned? Yes, actually, uh, uh, it's also a very interesting one. Is to talk about how private aviation let's talk about uh, jet operators yeah. uh, versus commercial aviation, the behavior they have had during this uh, COVID-19 times. To, okay. to, there is like a, a trend to, to maybe uh, migrate to more private operation. Private. So let, let's, let's discuss that in our next podcast. Okay. <laughs> that, that, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I yeah, I, it's, it's definitely a trend that more and more people um, at least that what, what I what I hear or feel, though it would be interesting to, to read that uh, on a on a on a, um, um, on a profound basis. Um, but I think it's definitely a trend that more and more people try to travel on on, on private planes because it's yeah. just safer. Um, okay, so you stay in the in the COVID area with your next blog post. <laughs> cool. Um, Looking forward to it, and if you uh, want to read all the other blog posts Camilla already uh, wrote so far, or have written so far, uh, you can find all of them on our blog. It's uh, on our webpage id1.de slash blog, and there are many, many um, blog posts and many blog posts from Camilla. Um, not all focused on, on, on COVID-19, <laughs> she also did some, some other topics. Um, so you're invited to go through that. Um, I think that's for today. Um, as far as I know, um, we or you will be back again next week with another podcast. So I'm looking forward to that too. And Me too. <laughs> then, yeah, a big thank you as always. A pleasure and awesome. lots of value as always you could provide. Yeah, and I'm looking Thanks forward to next week. Looking forward as well and see you next week. <laughs> cool. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it 
really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for information design one, the word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.